0: 45685 Enjoy having him in the studio. A couple two days in a row. Be back tomorrow too, right? And Thursday I, and Friday? I, I believe so. So thank you very much for having me. Yes, it's great to have you here. Um so I was thinking, you know, yesterday it was announced that Emmanuel Bandamel for Nebraska basketball is out for the season with a knee injury suffered in the loss to Penn State. On Saturday, Nebraska already lost Juan Gary to injury. In uh, an injury he suffered a week or two ago, uh, which is unfortunate. Two guys gone that were very good defenders. And, Coach, you, you see this all the time as a football coach, that injuries happen. I mean, it's every sport. Football, obviously, very physical. We have a lot of injuries in, in football. But we don't like to make excuses when things go poorly. Coaches don't like excuses. You like, you like to find ways to win. So for Fred Hoiberg, for example, he's got two major injuries that are going to affect his roster, how do the great teams and great coaches overcome and survive injuries? Well, first,
1: the number one thing that shows up for a coach right now is that there is a brief period where it just sends you through a shock wave. And generally, it's not just because – We've lost a player that's really going to hurt my team the first thing is you just have so much love for one of your players oh, and yeah. what he's done it's just I've, I've just been i've had a player have an acl in practice or something and he's just one of your best players hardest workers and you're just nauseous and it's just for them the time that they went through for them being down out of the season for all the time they put in because because as coaches we get to keep coaching. Hopefully, I keep coaching. You only get a play so long, and so when those things happen, you just feel so bad for uh, for the young man or the young woman during that time. Uh, but but you do. You have the classic, you know, next man up, which has been used by everybody. You know, to how we're going to handle that. A lot of those things are handled like that with preparation which means you've been preparing the whole time of different scenarios of what's going on. You try to do that. um, uh, Football wise, I would do that with the ones sometimes like that. Uh, Let's make a change up here. Let's get, so-and-so in, put the twos in, Put, but put someone in with the ones to be able to have them getting some reps in those situations to have them. So the preparation part of it is the part that the, you sure don't want to be hit in the face with right away with like, well, we've never even talked about this with what happened if we lost this guy, what would we do? Uh, you never use the word excuses. No good coach will ever use an, an excuse mm. and you just get a chance to be able to try to get to, to, to be able to get your energy back up and have confidence with who's on, on the field. And also like that, there's been a lot of times through opportunity, mm. uh, when things happen when somebody else all of a sudden steps up and gets on the court and mm-hmm. you know, on the court or on the field or anything that's going on, they're gonna have some opportunity and that's kind of an exciting time for some people mm-hmm. also. I uh, see so look at it in that fashion too of being that's like a good okay. There it's a good positive hey we we haven't seen this guy. This is a chance for you to be able to go play, to be able to do these things, to be able to get it done. And then you don't well you don't dwell on it whatsoever. I mean you don't you know it's you know, you're not in front of the team night for the game and like that you have that well I'll be a little bit different tomorrow, you know. Jones is down. Well, you know, he's out. That's right how there. fans might look and at so, this. And so, yeah, it's, and so a little different. Yeah. So coaches don't. You're just off, is... you're just off to the next phase. No, you what you are doing. Uh, you just keep right on moving. You keep talking. You, you don't even double back on it. You don't even. You don't really, really even act like that they're not there at that time. You just keep moving forward with your with your plan. You might have some adjustments in your game plan. With what's going on, like I said, when a quarterback comes in, if if uh, uh, Henny was going to be play the entire game, mm-hmm. his 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 play calling would be different of sure. how the preparation is. So you'd do a lot of different preparation things with it like that, and that gave you an opening there to hit it, simple. No, I didn't. I, I the, the Henny. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I, come on. Yeah. What's your
2: headline? Well, I mean, if you're Fred Hoiberg right now, <laughs> yeah. you got to think anything is possible. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> Any given Sunday. <laughs> yes. Like that. So, okay. so, go ahead. Here's the real talk, though, on this. Okay. Okay. Fred, right now, they're 10 and 10. That's and right. three and six. Fred Hoiberg's record. Is not good. In the Big Ten is 12 and 55. In three plus seasons. Now he's just lost his two best defenders and two of his best players, period. The question, I guess, for Trev Alberts more than anybody is how much do you have to take this into account that you've lost, mm. that Fred has lost, Emmanuel Bandamel and, and Gary um, in your assessment of the program? How do you look at it? i look at it different. I'd look at it different. Now I, I cut him some slack. Now they lost their two best defenders. How do you now? You have to assess Fred right now. He's in a he's in a there's a I mean this is three and a, three and a half years.
0: Um. So what do you do? Yeah, you don't have, you don't have a roster like football, or you have got a lot more opportunities to fill places. You have got what twelve guys in the roster you for basketball. See,
2: I say you cut him slack here. You have to take this into account. Oh,
1: when you're viewing it from the out from the big picture outside, yeah. absolutely. I was talking from inside, right? Coaching, oh, yeah. No, I know from you from the outside. You would have to have some sort of a of knowledge. Like this is going to be this this what's going on. This will be very difficult, no matter how you replace them, because like in, in the NFL, even though you're not replacing them with the same people you can replace yeah. there are people out there that are that are that you can still bring in on your roster yes. to be able to do and same way you, know, you can still bring people in right now there's no one there's no one coming in the door no. uh, uh when those guys leave so you do have to have uh a, a big picture evaluation if you're looking at it from
0: an administration standpoint or, or do. a fan standpoint well uh, how will the fans that. though yeah well, the fans that have been pleased with wins over Creighton this year, wins over Iowa. Like, there's some, there's some things. No matter what happens this year, that you can cling to, saying we finally ended some bad streaks. We beat teams we don't beat up very often. Two rivals that just beat us often. So that that's a pop. That's a that's a that's a good thing. But if they were to tank the rest of the season mm-hmm. and win one or two more games, get okay. twelve wins. I that's just, that's a tough conversation for for. Trent. I think
1: you're looking at the real simple from afar fan base, administration, anything from afar, you're just looking at it. You, you'll know it when you see it. You'll be looking at it and going like, these guys are playing hard. These That's guys the are, thing. These guys are well-coached. This, These guys have stayed together. Um, it would be no different kind of than what we went through this mm-hmm. year. It was, it was like, okay, some of the results weren't great, but it's like, okay, you can tell those guys on, on defense are, 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 are locked into what's being said mm-hmm. throughout the week and what's going on. So, I, so more so than it would be a win or a loss, would be what's it look like mm-hmm. and you can tell what it looks like and you can just tell if it's you know a bunch of guys if there if there's if there's uh discrepancies on the field if there's on the on the court there's palms up if there's things going on we're not playing hard mm-hmm. loose balls all those things that are going on rebounds all the things that that don't take a great talent just takes great effort and also you can you can just tell by the body language on the on the uh on the bench you can tell how you can tell how guys come off the bench you can tell all those things and that can be a very telling thing like that and and obviously uh coach hoiberg who's who's a a personal friend of mine like that couldn't be pulling harder for him and he'll do a great job with that but that's how i would see it
2: Mm -hmm. yeah i (laughs) That's the thing, Jake, Going when you say going in the tank and winning one more. Yeah, th- it might happen, but like what Bill's saying, what's that look like? I don't think that's going to happen, by the way. They've won three in the Big Ten. I could see them, even without Mel and Gary, winning three more games maybe. I think they'll be in all these games, I think. I don't know. i got to see what it looks like. They this play- is going to get rough. I hope you understand the gravity of this situation.
0: It's It's big. Those now, guys are good players. Nebraska great plays defenders. Northwestern tomorrow, who just beat Wisconsin last night. They beat them last night by three. Northwestern, Northwestern beat Wisconsin sixty-six, sixty-three in Evanston last night.
2: Was it in Evanston?
0: It was. Okay, that's that why it was in Wisconsin. I think it was in Evanston. I'm um, anyway. sure it was in Evanston. Okay, but anyway, Northwestern won that. Game. They won the game. They oh, played man, tomorrow all so night against tough. Nebraska yeah, Lincoln. It's
2: unrelenting, but but I what what I see from this team is they won't they'll keep fighting. I don't think this will be a situation where. In late February, you'll see guys that clearly look like they want the season done. I don't think this team's makeup is like I that. I sure
1: wouldn't think so either. But that's what you're looking for. Yeah, that, that's the part that you're that if you're evaluating it from from afar that. I think the fan base here will uh, will jump behind them. Really I think hard. So. I think they'll be really good ab- uh, about that. Now,
2: let's be honest though. There's a lot of people who have lost patience with Fred. There are. I hear from them. Some people right now are, are saying, "Oh, you guys really?" Nah, I'm saying, but I'm saying when you lose two guys like that, you have to. Alter your assessment if you're in assessment mode. You have to look at it like, okay, this is this is going to be tough. Through no, I mean it's not his fault that those guys went down. There's no fault no. here, um, and it just happened that two of your. I mean, Jake, what did I say over and over? You can't lose Walker. You can't lose Greasel. You can't lose Bandamone, You can't lose Gary. Those are the four guys. You can't lose. They lost two on and off too. Yeah, and he's had hip flexor. Yeah, he's
0: played Bristol some games too. He's playing through a
2: hip flexor, yeah. So yeah, it, they lost two. Now I'm. Di- I look at the whole season differently.
0: That's just me. Well, we'll see. Tomorrow night's a big test. Can, can okay? He, can you beat Northwestern? Now we
2: have some special.
0: Guests we do. Coming. We've got song of the day up next. We got a special segment called Trade Legends. I'll tell you what that's all about. We got Jake Sittner from Tailored Images, and we also have. Lori Knapp from JK Electric. Special story coming up here in studio. Okay. That's next on Early Break on the Ticket.